Where do you see your career in 10 years? What are you doing now to help you get there? The sooner you start enhancing your skills, the sooner you'll be ready. That's why AARP has reskilling courses in a variety of categories like marketing and management to help your income live as long as you do. That's right. AARP has a bevy of free skill building courses for you to choose from because the steps that you choose to take today will help you to love what you do in the future. And that's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Let's be honest. The first place our family turns to when we're looking for a quick getaway is always Airbnb. I know we can find an amazing place to stay at the beach, like St. Simon's on the Georgia coast, for instance. Mm-hmm. It's one of our favorite spots. That's what comes to mind, Matt, when I'm thinking about travel. And while you're staying at someone else's home, have you ever thought about what you could be doing with your own home? That's right. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you are away, because that is all you need to become an Airbnb host. It's a lot easier than you think, and you don't need to Airbnb your entire house. You could just host your extra spare room if you've got one. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Hello, hello, how to money listeners. Joel and Matt coming at you. Hola, mi amigo. <laughs> Como estas? How do you say uh, hello, best friend in, in Spanish? I should know that, actually. I should know that, too. I took Spanish from seventh grade to, through college. And still, it's I, I, I'm so terrible at it, man. I can barely speak. This is not the first time that we've discussed how we are not very good with second languages. We did have that Duolingo challenge, I think, oh, back in the dude, day. That was a long time ago, and we completely dropped the ball, completely failed. Yeah, I blame you. <laughs> it's my fault. I'll take the blame. Uh, but we're coming at you with another Bestie episode today, uh, bringing back one of our favorites, where we talked about peace out money. And the reason we love this episode so much is because this concept of peace out money and being able to amass a certain amount of money that you consider peace out money just gives you choices in your life. I know for me in my career and in the way I approach life in general and just kind of my money anxieties. Being able to have a stash of money that I think of as my peace out money and growing that fund has really given me the ability to feel like I'm in control of my future. So that's why I loved this episode, Matt. Yeah, Joel. And earlier this month, we had an episode right where we talked about becoming financially optimistic. And in that episode, we talked a lot about our attitude. And you know, for me, I think peace out money, it's as much about the actual extra money that you have on hand as it is the actual change in the attitude that you have, right? There's a confidence that it gives you and there are also options that it can afford you. And as much as we talk about the nuts and bolts of personal finance, right? We talk about how to do things. We talk about dollar amounts, all that kind of stuff. There is so much of your personal finance and our money that is mental that goes on in our heads. And so I think it's a great episode for us to have as a bestie episode. 
And, you know, we called it peace out money as well, because that's what we taught our girls to say. Uh, anytime we're leaving like a play date or we're leaving school or something like that, you just throw up the deuces. The girls just say, peace out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that phrase. I love the connotation. And I think this episode can be really helpful. Like you said, between the ears is where yeah. so much of money is mastered. It's not just in the X's and O's and the dollar signs and decimal points, right? It's so much of it is in our mind and we have to overcome some of that and we have to approach it differently. And I think that this is just a great concept for us to kind of come to grips with. Wait, what's X's and O's? You talking about like hugs and kisses? Oh, yeah, maybe. Or are you talking baseball? No. Well, I guess I was thinking about algorithms or oh. no I, algebra. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> X's yeah. and Y's. Yeah. I don't know if you're thinking baseball or like bowling. They do X's like strikes. That's true. I don't know. You is ever, a gutter ball an O? Yeah, well, I feel like if you amass a certain amount of peace out money, it's it's very similar to, to bowling a turkey, <laughs> which is three strikes in a row. So. All day long. Yeah, yeah. All right, Matt, by the way, tomorrow is Halloween. And yes, it is. On my street, it gets crazy. Yeah. We're going to have like a thousand trick-or-treaters like we do pretty much every year. Uh, and so I'm, I'm really pumped. It's basically the biggest holiday in our neighborhood. Uh, so are you excited? You ready? Dude, always. We always have the, uh, like a, the pregame party at your house, right? Like we kick things off at the top of the neighborhood there with you. And then we kind of work our way down the street and then we cut across on our street. And the past few years, we've had a little after party. We've got the fire pit going on, maybe some beverages for the adults. I'm actually not sure if we're going to do the, the fire pit again because we did s'mores last year. And dude, my, my head about exploded trying to wrangle all the children and keep them from like either falling into the fire or not flinging, you know, fiery marshmallows onto each other, poking each other with the sticks. It was pretty stressful. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of math, a fire pit, children, <laughs> parents having drinks, hundreds of children, kids having had tons of candy. Oh my gosh. Those things don't really mix very well. It's a bad combination, but you can see the intent behind it, right? Like it's a lot of fun. We're all kind of gathered around. It's the beginning of fall. You kind of want to huddle around the, the flames. But I don't think we're going to do the flames again this year, man. It was, it was too stressful. It's all fun and games until a toddler walks into those flames. Seriously. It's like you have to sign a liability form if you're going to come uh, trick-or-treat at my house. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. It truly is a house of horrors. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> my flesh is burning! <laughs> <laughs> so happy Halloween to everyone out there listening. I hope yours is awesome. It's definitely going to be good in our neighborhood because it always is. We're super pumped. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoy this bestie episode about peace out money. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I'm Matt. Today, we're talking all about that peace out money. All right, Joel, man, we are back. We are back from Orlando. We spent some time down at FinCon, which is a super nerdy financial conference. It's where money and media meet. We fit right in. Dude, for me, I, what I loved about it was that being self-employed for the past uh, over 10 years now, that I haven't had, I guess, an excuse to go to something like this where there's a big conference and folks are all talking the same language. You know, we're talking nerdy financial stuff. We're talking about financial independence, real estate, things like that. And to be able to do that with something that we care so much about was awesome you know going there we learned a ton we got to meet a lot of people or i got to meet a lot of people these are a lot of folks that you have known for years now yeah but there's also a bunch of new people there this year that i never met too oh, so yeah yeah it was fun to reconnect because this was my fifth yeah. time at fincon that's right so it was really fun to reconnect with people that i've gotten to know over the years and hang out with but then it was also super fun to meet new people that i would never met before but the thing is you know w 
on, online, we're interacting with people all the time on Twitter or on blogs or whatever that do similar things to what we're doing. People that we respect and admire and are we're just super interested in what they're creating and how they're helping people. And that's the cool thing about FinCon. It's like really it's it's this atmosphere of people that want to help other people. With their money. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. It's so cool. And so it's this like culture of service. And I, I, man, it just makes me think and, and want to redouble our efforts here. Like, let's give them something useful, right? That every yeah. episode that we create, not only do we have fun, do we get to drink an awesome beer, right? But we get to, you know, care for and interact with the people that listen to the show. Man, that's that's my favorite part. Every time we get an email, every time, you know, uh, the people that listen are interacting on our Facebook group, that's just, that's so much fun for me. And so, yeah, I, I love that part of it. And I love that all these other awesome folks at FinCon are kind of doing it in their own you know, separate niche in their own blog or podcast or wherever they're reaching people. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. So you, you mentioned new folks. It also reminded me of our new buddy, Scott. And he is uh, working on a documentary on financial independence. It's called Playing With Fire. And they launched a Kickstarter. Which you used to do a lot as a kid. Playing With Fire. That, <laughs> dude, that is so true. Yeah, I played with fire a lot. But uh, yeah, it's a documentary that they kicked off and they launched a Kickstarter at the beginning of the conference and it is doing incredibly well. We are supporters of that documentary as well. Scott was a great dude. I actually met him kind of randomly in, like, in the elevator. And that's what's so cool about something like this, right? You just kind of bump into somebody, you start chatting. Turns out he just had a trailer to his documentary played at the opening keynote. When I saw it, I was like, Scott, this is fantastic, man. This is going to be so good. And I'm super excited to just see you know, how this is going to play out and just how this is going to have an impact on not just the money in media, but just specifically to financial independence, right? But yeah, we want to get that information out there for you as our listener. If you want to go check it out, it's playingwithfire.co. And so we'll post a link to in the show notes to exactly. their we'll Kickstarter that. page, to that website. Because yeah, Scott's an amazing dude. And the documentary looks like it's going to be amazing because it follows him and his family and kind of their path to financial independence. He's got a little daughter. It's just kind of cool to see how they grabbed a hold of it and kind of changed the way they lived, which not just getting their finances together, but Matt, as we've talked about in regards to financial independence, it's kind of this wholesale life change, focusing on the things that actually matter and not just money and spending as much as you can, right? Right, right. And so, uh, so yeah, this is going to be a cool documentary, but also inside of it, he interviews so many people that are just amazing thinkers in this space. So it's going to be a really fun from an artistic standpoint. It's going to be really fun from the, the interviews that are in there and just following Scott and Taylor's story. Yeah. So I'm super stoked to see it. It looks like it's going to be released in February. So yeah, we'll post a link there and I would just encourage anyone just go give a few dollars, just be in support of it because it's going to be really fun. And you know, Matt and I are excited to go to a screening when it comes uh, to the Southeast, comes to Atlanta. We're, we're totally going to be there and do whatever we can to support this documentary because it's, it's really neat. Yeah, man, that's right. So let's mention the beer that we're drinking today, Matt. This is only our second homebrew we've ever had on the show, but I'm really pumped. So today we have a beer from, I guess, a brewing group, a group of guys that gets together and they call themselves the Yeast Atlanta Brewers, which is awesome because we live <laughs> in East Atlanta and these guys are the Yeast Atlanta Brewers. And so this was uh, really kind of John. He donated a four-year-old beer that he made that's been like just chilling uh, in his in his, in his cellar, man. Beer he's, cellar. He's got a legit cellar with with you know lines on tap. He's got it all. So I'm super excited to have this one. It's an Oud Bruin, uh, and we've had that style actually recently on the show. Yeah, so it'll be kind of fun to compare a Oud Bruin from last week that was kind of made by the pros, and then uh, this one made by the guys that live in our neighborhood. All right, Matt, let's get into the subject for today. 
we're all about that peace out money. And this is kind of a topic that people have discussed from time to time. And the most popular term I've heard uh, used for peace out money, that's what we're going to call it. But a lot of people call it FU money in the financial space. And so we're going to talk about like why we don't call it FU money in just a second. But really, peace out money it addresses this core issue because as it turns out, the majority of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck and they don't even have a thousand dollars in the bank. And so when that's the case, you feel tied to your job and like you have no other options. And so Matt, you and I feel like peace out money. That's what we're going to call it, that this can majorly address that issue. Yeah, man, that's right. So that's the answer, right? And so we're defining it as just having enough money to leave a situation where you could technically stay, you know, you're fine there, you're making money, even though you could technically stay, you're not going to. You're going to choose not to. And so to have the, the money that allows you to do that, that's how uh, we're going to define peace out money. To essentially throw up the peace sign with your fingers. Peace out. Like two fingers, <laughs> not one, right? Because FU money is like the one finger and peace okay. out money is like the two fingers, right? <laughs> and so you're, you're saying, all right, you know what? I've, I've got what I need and I'm out of here, whatever it is. And so we, yeah, we think you can do this in a respectful way. And we'll talk about like all the benefits of having this peace out money, like how you actually accrue peace out money and, and what it's actually used for. But ultimately, peace out money is kind of more of an attitude than it even is a financial position, right? It is important to have that money in your bank account to back you up when you're ready to say, you know, peace out to a job or peace out to a situation that you're in that you find yourself uncomfortable and, and, and having that amount of money in your bank account to back you up right is is crucial but it also is an attitude and i like this quote from johnny carson former late night host right he said all that means is that i don't have to do what i don't want to do right and i've heard that from a lot of performers especially if you're an artist if you're a stand-up comedian and someone says hey you can't say that. Hey, you need to take this down from your website, whatever it is. I remember an article that Mr. Money Mustache wrote a while a while back that a credit card issuer wanted him to take one cuss word that he put on his website off of it. And it was going to mean $40,000 more for him. But it meant ultimately a compromise of his values to do it. And so he said, no way, not going to do it. That's the kind of peace out money that we're talking about. Get out of here. I don't need your money. I have to, I'm going to live life on my terms. Yeah, and I think it was actually 40000 a month. Oh my gosh. Right? Yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I remember it right, it was a serious amount of... Uh, yeah, a serious amount of money. I think it was 40, 40K a month. We'll try is, to find that article and post a link to yeah. it in the show notes. Yeah, too. that'd be great. And kind of going back to the, you know, the, the FU money, it's not that we're opposed necessarily to, to foul language, but it's just mostly the idea that you're burning things down as you leave, right? Yeah, you it's, caught me all sorts of terrible things. <laughs> <laughs> but we just don't like... Burning bridges. First of all, like we don't feel that that's you know how you should necessarily treat others. It's just not how we necessarily operate. As far as finding revenge, you know, exacting revenge uh, on somebody or feeling like you're kind of sticking it to them. And then secondly, jobs and just other opportunities that are out there are just too well connected, you know. And so it's honestly, <laughs> it's in our best interest. It's in your best interest to not behave that way. The world is just so connected now and chances are if you were to do something like that and really stick it to maybe a former employer, I don't think that would work out too well for you. Yeah, there's ways to say peace out with two fingers, right? <laughs> where, where, where you're doing it in a kind and conscientious way. You're maintaining connections with people. You're maintaining a, a humanity and a human relationship to it. Really what it is, it's about this mindset and it's about having the money in your bank account to back it up that says, you know what? I don't need this job right now. I'm ready to move on to something else. I'm ready to go in a different direction with my life. Plus, our daughters just love saying peace out. You know, every time they leave, they're like, peace out, homies. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think I got my daughter started young. So like that. 
So yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the benefit. First, you know, having peace out money, it allows you the ability to step away temporarily from a job. It could be for health reasons for, for you individually, or maybe even for a family member, or there might be just other sort of issues that might be going on with your family. Or even honestly to quit a job altogether if there's just another opportunity that, that comes along. It's something that would be much, much riskier if you did not have that peace out money. Yeah, if you don't have any money in the bank account, if you don't have anything backing you up financially, you can have the mindset that you want to peace out all you want, right? So you got to have that financial backing. That's what that peace out money is. It's this money combined with your mindset. Uh, and it also emboldens you to ask for the things that you really want. So maybe you don't want to step away from your job. Maybe everything's fine. You love your job. You don't want to quit. But it also emboldens you to ask for those things that you want. Maybe a different project or a position you'd like to take. Well, it gives you that empowerment to ask for a raise or to negotiate even harder. Maybe it involves less schmoozing, right? You don't have to be there for events that you don't want to be a part of or gives you the ability to opt out of meetings that you don't feel like are important for you to be a part of. Yes, yeah, so it lets you like call your own shots and be actively involved in the process of what your work looks like. And that's because it changes the outlook on what you're currently doing. You can actually appreciate your work for what it is and not just for that paycheck that's coming in. Awesome, man. I love that. You know, also, something else. You should hopefully be doing the right thing anyway at work, right? But I think having a little bit of that backing, right? Like you just said, a little bit of that peace out money can hopefully give you that additional courage, a little more fortitude to stand up for what's right, to, to kind of stand up for what you actually believe in instead of maybe being pressured sometimes to do the things that you feel that the company's doing. Sometimes you might feel pressured to do something that might be a little unethical or honestly, even illegal. Or take the most expedient choice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if that's the case, and even still, hopefully, money is not an issue for you to make the right decision. But having that there definitely helps. Yeah, Matt. So on that note, I feel like it's really interesting that people with certain high-level government jobs, especially with access to top secret information, and certain high-level private sector workers just aren't eligible for some of these positions with access to greater information if they have high levels of debt or if they're just in a bad money situation. And that's because their employer or the government thinks that being in a bad financial situation opens them up to the possibility of blackmail from a foreign government or a competing company. I think that that speaks volumes, right? Of how our personal finances can impact at times our ability or willingness to do something that's expedient or better in the short term for us, not thinking about the long-term game. And this kind of idea of having some peace out money, of having some financial stability in your life allows us to say, you know what? No to the short-term thing that might seem like the best for right now, for today. But ultimately in the end, we're going to be really bummed. And we don't want to tell our kids that we made that decision. And we don't want to have to live with it for the rest of our lives. We would rather do the thing that is right yeah. or the thing that, that we think is best for us or for our company. But we might choose to make that the quick and easy decision that ultimately isn't best. Uh, and it's because we're in a bad financial standing. And I will say, man, I, I don't know that I've made a necessarily a moral decision that was bad because of a bad financial standing. But I will say when I had no money, I feel like I made stupider money decisions. I remember distinctly buying a car that was just cheap. And that cheap car ended up costing me more in the long run. It was just a bad money decision. Right. And so when you don't have that financial backing, you're just prone and susceptible to making quicker decisions and often ones that aren't as well thought through and can ultimately be more harmful for you further down the road. Yeah, man, I think that's absolutely true. Uh, and this also applies not only to jobs, but also uh, in personal relationships. 
you know, you might be dating someone who you feel isn't like quite the right one. You better not. You're married. (laughs) I said you, not me. Oh. Uh, And you'd call it quits maybe, except you feel a little, you know, financially dependent on them. And this could also be the case too, like in a housing or a roommate situation, you you know, like you've got a roommate or you feel you need to have a roommate because you're in a position of sort of financial weakness. Like you don't have a lot of strength and you're like, well, I need to take this on and this isn't a great situation, but I I need this roommate. You know, I, I need this to pay the rent or I need this to pay the mortgage. And you know, I think this could also even apply to unhealthy relationships with parents. A lot of times parents certainly have more money than children do. And sometimes it can kind of get weird. You know, it can get weird when there's money involved and how that can affect the relationship, how that can affect the dynamics. And I think that's definitely something uh, worth considering and worth keeping in mind when it comes to having the ability to have that money on hand. Yeah. And Matt, I think too, we're not advocating necessarily saying peace out to personal relationships, right? And saying, (laughs) well, I'm done with you. But having peace out money allows you to kind of change the dynamic of a relationship that might be unhealthy or a relationship that you can see, you know what, this, it's time for me to move on. Or yeah. Yeah, uh, if you know that it's not working out, you know, it's just feeling trapped in the same way that sometimes we feel trapped in our jobs, which are relationships, right? They're employer-employee relationships. But same thing with, you know, yeah, with interpersonal. Well, it makes me think about our friend Grant, who runs the website millennialmoney.com. And he tells a story about how when he was in his mid-20s, moving back in with his parents and you know, eating dinner with them every night. And it just changed the dynamic of their relationship that he was living at home and and his parents thought, you know, you know what, it's probably time for Grant to be like out of the nest, you know, doing his own thing. And he felt that dynamic, right? He understood and he wanted to be out of the nest too. And so then it just kind of got him motivated to work harder and get that peace out money and feel like he could leave. And it wasn't that he wanted to say peace out to his parents. It was, it was that the dynamic was off. It wasn't what he wanted it to be. And having that money gave him that power, right? To bring that like relationship dynamic back to what he wanted it to be with his parents, where he wasn't dependent on them in his mid twenties, but where he kind of could have his own life. And I think at that point in your life, in your mid twenties, that's kind of the relationship you want with your parents. You don't want to be dependent on them. You you feel a sense of that it's that it's kind of weird, right? That you're still dependent oh, yeah. on them at that age. And I remember going through that at, at different times. Specifically, I moved back in with my parents for a few months when my roommate moved to another state and I was saving up my last few dollars to buy you know, my first house. And that three months was like really hard for me as a 25-year-old to move back in with my parents. Um, I was like super thankful that I had that ability to go land there, but it was hard mentally, relationally. Uh, I'm thankful that we're close. I love my parents, but it was weird, right? And, and so I just think that that peace out money, developing that, having that ability, it can change the dynamic of a relationship that you feel like has gotten tweaked in a way that you didn't want it to be. Yeah, man, that's right. There are countless benefits to having peace out money. Um, and as we talk about this too, it sounds like we might be talking even more about financial independence. And it's not. The way we're defining it and the way we're talking about it, peace out money is different than being financially independent. And after the break, we will tell you how. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. 
They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're a small business owner, listen up. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're actually choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. They do everything from hyper-targeting best fit prospects through campaign optimization. Upswell Marketing's unique approach includes direct mail, search engine marketing, and social media ads, and has fueled more than 10,000 small business success stories. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no-obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention, new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. And now a word from the show sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Spring cleaning is kind of a, an annual rite of passage. We've all got to do it. Minimize the junk that we have in our house. Emily and I, we just cleaned our closets out. It took hours, but it was so worth it. Now we've only got stuff in there that we love, and it's easier to find everything too. And so, you know, while cleaning your closets is helpful, well, there's something else you can do for your family this spring. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius, for example, is a really important part of your financial planning for the year. That's right. Yeah. And here is the thing that's important to remember, because you might be thinking you don't need to check out Policy Genius because you've got a policy through work. But even if you have a life insurance policy through your job, it may not offer you enough protection for your family's needs. And it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius works for you, not the insurance companies, and that means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Okay, man, so we just touched on this, but having peace out money is not the same thing as hitting or achieving financial independence. And so, specifically, financial independence or FI, uh, like we refer to it sometimes is being able to do whatever you want, whenever you want, and essentially indefinitely, right? It's sort of the, the pinnacle. It's, it's the, the goal that uh, a lot of us are sort of loosely chasing after, or some folks are going after it like hardcore. 
essentially not having to work anymore where you don't need that income. All right, man. Yeah. So think of peace out money as more of mini retirement compared to early retirement, right? Peace out money gives you that ability to change course, find a new career or go back to school, even start a new business, even if you're not financially independent, right? Because that, that's like a big bar to try to achieve becoming financially independent. Oh, yeah. That takes usually for most people a, a lot more than a decade even. Yeah. Yeah. Years and years. But peace out money can be achieved rather quickly and gives you that ability to say, you know what? I don't have to do anything I don't want to do for the next three months. But there's some people that have prioritized you know, mini retirements, which means I take a little bit of time here. I take a little bit of time two years from now uh, and, and I get to, to pursue the things that I want. I get to travel for a little bit, live cheaply, whatever it is. But I'm not committing myself to a full-time day job. And think of peace out money kind of like that. It's not this full-on early retirement, I'm done. But it is this mini retirement where you get to take a break. Yeah, it's like stopgap financial independence. You know, like Cobra health insurance. It's (laughs) sort of like this sort of uh, filler. Like in the meantime, like you said, while you're trying to sort of redirect your career or figure out what it is that's most important to you. It's sort of like a bridge to kind of get you from the work that you're doing now to the work that you're going to want to do on the other side of that. It's not the absence of work. It's kind of getting from work now to what you actually want to be doing after the fact. Yeah. So that's the biggest difference. You need that piece of money uh, and it helps smooth that path. So that brings up the question, I feel like, Matt, at what point have you achieved this goal of peace out money. There is no magic number, as it turns out, and it's different for everyone. Yeah, and it's almost less of a goal and it's just sort of like this thing that you're working on. You know, it's sort of like this fund that you're kind of building up to deploy, you know, when the time arises, when you f- are finally fed up, maybe with your job or maybe when you see an opportunity that comes along where you think, you know, this is going to require six months of my time or this is going to require a few months of me hanging out with my family. What, you know, it doesn't have to be work related, it can just even be a personal values sort of thing. So it's not like there's going to be a point at which you feel like you've achieved it. It's not like financial independence, like we said, uh, in that way, but it's something that you're, you're working towards. So figure out your goals. You know, Again, whether that be a six-month road trip, maybe with some friends, or just taking a year off to start a business, that length of time is what's going to determine how much peace out money you need to have on hand. Yeah. So depending on what your goal is, that kind of determines the level of peace out money you need to be working to achieve. So you need to make sure you have enough set aside to cover your living expenses for that period of time, uh, assuming that you'll be able to begin working or earning again when that time period is up. So if you are taking that year to start a business, right, you know you're going to be working the whole time, but you're going to be building that thing that you want to build, right? And so you're going to need a year's worth of peace out money while you are able to say bye to your day job and go work at this business that you know is going to be successful, that you are excited to create, and that gets you jazzed to wake up every morning, right? That is worth it. That is worth a year's worth of expenses. And so it doesn't mean you have to be financially independent, but you do have to have that year's worth of peace out money in order to make that dream a reality. So dude, speaking of something that I wanted to create, that's exactly what uh, what Kate and I did when it came to our photography company. You know, I was working full-time as a graphic designer and we had this dream to start our own business and to be able to work together. And we were able to do that, man. We had uh, saved up enough money. We had, you know, our peace out money set aside. Also though, we were making money from the very beginning. And so for us, it wasn't as risky or as scary of a step because from day one, we were able to start earning some income, you know, from our side gig. But that being said, if we didn't have any money, if we didn't have any of that piece of money in case things sort of fell flat, it would have been much, much scarier to have uh, stepped away from that W-2, you know? 
Yeah, Matt, and that makes me think about episode 35 that we talked about, creating a dope side hustle. And it kind of intertwines with this. If that's something that you really want to do, you want to create your own thing. Go check out that episode. And I think you know what you're talking about there, that was your side hustle that turned into a full-time gig. Yeah. But the thing that bridged you over right, from side hustle to being a full-time gig was that peace out money. It gave you that buffer that said, you know what? I can fail or not do as well as I think I'm going to do for a period of time while I'm building this thing up. And that peace out money, man, it gave you a lot of confidence to tackle that endeavor that you felt compelled to do. Yeah. And something else, man, is that we didn't have uh, any debt when we were able to, to, to take that on. Had we had a lot more debt or you know any payments sort of hanging over our head, we would have had to have amassed and, and stored up a much fatter uh, peace out money stash, right? And that may have sort of thrown a wet blanket on our dreams to kind of start our own business. And so because we were living frugally, uh, and we'll, we'll talk more about that a little bit later, but we were able to sort of chase after what it was that we wanted to do sooner. All right, Matt, after the break, we'll talk about where you should be putting your peace out money and how you should be thinking about it if you don't feel like you even have a solid goal in mind yet. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're a small business owner, listen up. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're actually choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. They do everything from hyper-targeting best fit prospects through campaign optimization. Upswell Marketing's unique approach includes direct mail, search engine marketing, and social media ads, and has fueled more than 10,000 small business success stories. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no-obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention, new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, and in other words, everything your body craves to feel your best. This is where Kachava really earns their 52,000-plus five-star reviews. It tastes amazing. It's creamy and smooth with just water, and it comes in five delicious flavors. You can choose from chocolate, vanilla, chai, matcha, and coconut acai. Kachava is offering How to Money listeners 10% off for a limited time. I've been using Kachava in breakfast smoothies in the morning recently. It's just so nice to pack in a bunch of nutrients early in the a.m. in a way that's satisfying and energizing. So if you want to optimize your breakfast, your workout shake, be sure to check out Kachava. Just go to Kachava.com. 
dot com slash how to money. That's spelled K A C H A V A and get ten percent off your first order. That's K A C H A V A dot com slash how to money. Joel, so we were just recounting our trip to Scotland. This is the trip that we took this time last year, actually, with some of our friends over the weekend. And one of the highlights from Edinburgh was stumbling upon the absolute best meat pie shop. Mm -hmm. They were fresh out of the oven. They had that perfectly flaky crust. But guess what? That serendipitous experience would never have happened if we'd stayed at a boring hotel. We had found the perfect flat in the coolest part of town, thanks to Airbnb. Ah, Matt, I'm still dreaming about those meat pies. You're making making me drool. And while turning to Airbnb might be a no-brainer when you're looking to spend some money on travel, it might not be the first thing you think of when you're looking to make some money. Why let it sit empty, your house, when it could be earning extra income, though? It's the financially smart thing to do. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra dough. Yeah, that's right. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, Matt, back from the break. And we want to talk about where you should be keeping your peace out money. Because we've talked a lot kind of about the philosophy behind it why you want to accrue it yeah now the nuts and bolts man nuts and bolts lay it on us well you don't want to tap your 401k right in the event of feeling like you need to get get out of a situation feeling like you need to quit your job or it's time to start your own business or even if you just want to get out of a living situation right like we mentioned earlier tapping your 401k getting those reserves uh you know in paying the tax and penalties associated with it that's not what you want to do. So your peace out money should not be in long-term investments. I will say, you know, over time, years and decades of accruing investments, like that can actually kind of help you and give you a little more fortitude when it comes to making decisions that might not be in the best interest of your pocketbook, but in the best interest of your life choices. But to live on for the time being when you're making an important decision, that peace out money needs to be liquid and readily available. An alternative source of income is also just really helpful. Uh, So this can either come from, say, like a rental or maybe a side hustle that you have. Um, And this is definitely uh, something that's great to have if you're younger. But not having just that massive sort of war chest, right, that you saved up for this this opportunity or for whatever reason it is that you you know want to be able to take some time off. That is not the only way to be able to have that piece of money. You you know you can have sort of this stack of cash, but then you can also have that sort of side source of income and that'll help offset the amount of money that you need to have uh, set aside in order to piece out. Yeah. Something else that kind of helps offset that amount of money that you need is living a frugal lifestyle, right? And a while back, Matt, in one of in one of our episodes, we talked about how frugality gives you options and it kind of is the same exact thing here. Just living a frugal lifestyle, less money coming out of your account every month than is coming in and by a wide margin, right? Living that frugal lifestyle, if your spending is equivalent to your earnings, you can't save up peace out money. It's not possible. You'll be a perpetual slave to your job. So listen to episode number 28 for more on how frugality can give you those options, cutting back and making sure that you're able to save more and more of your paycheck gives you that peace out money much more quickly. And then also it means that you have a lesser lifestyle to fund while you're trying to achieve that new goal or make that life change. Dude, I love that. That's awesome. Uh, Also, be brave and take those risks. There's no point in in having that piece of money if you don't use it when the time comes and and when you need it. You're not just saving up that money to become wealthier and to fatten your your checking account or your savings account. You're you're creating that piece of money 
in order to make your life better. You know, when there's opportunities, like we keep saying, that come along, that is when you need to put that money to use. You have that money for opportunities. It's there to make your life better. It's not there just to make you feel richer or to inflate your lifestyle. Yeah, man. That makes me think too that you should start working on that peace out money fund now, even if you don't really know what your goal is, right? So I feel like too, especially if you're listening to this and you're in your early 20s and you're not sure, like, why would I start amassing this fund? I don't really know what my goal is, right? I'm new to the work world and I'm kind of figuring out the ropes right now. Well, the Peace Out Money Fund is still really important for you because in a few years, you're going to kind of start to realize what you like, what you don't like about your job, what you want out of a career. And building up that Peace Out Money Fund now gives you that ability kind of right when you start to realize it yep. to, to make some moves. And for someone right now who doesn't have a Peace Out Money Fund and they are stuck in a job or stuck in a living situation that they're not thrilled about, right? Well, you got to start working on it now. Uh, and and there's, there's no better time than the present to make a change, to increase your savings rate, and to start developing that fund. Yeah, so no matter whether you are early on in your work career and, and you don't have your goal yet, or you're just starting to realize that you don't really love your career and you also don't have a goal in mind, well, start working on that peace out money fund now. And it might take some time to realize what that goal is, but start also kind of putting that time in mentally to think about what it is you really want out of life. Yeah, man. You know, honestly, this makes me think of like the why behind money episode that we did. And I feel like this is one that we're going to revisit constantly because for so many people, that's that's where they are. Uh, they might be, like you said earlier in the career, and they don't know exactly why they're sort of saving up their money. They're like, well, why would I want to do that? You know, I don't have any clear cut goals. I don't have any sort of aspirations beyond what I'm doing right now and I'm enjoying it. So why would I want to you know, have peace out money? Well, the fact is there will likely come a time when you're going to want to make a change. And it's always helpful to, you know, to have savings to invest or to have margin to be able to take time off or to have peace out money to say, all right, I'm going to take this new opportunity, giving yourself that, that margin. And essentially that's kind of all peace out money is, right? Like you can call it different things. You can call it an emergency fund, or you can call it a cushion. But what you use it for, in my mind, that's what makes it peace out money, right? Yeah, it's, that's the mindset behind it. Yeah, it's that next step. It's like, okay, how am I going to get from here to there? Like, how am I going to bridge that gap to do what I really want to do and what I really love? And that, to me, that's what that's like the essence of peace out money. I don't know why, but it's really making me think about Michael Jackson's man in the mirror right now, right? <laughs> I'm asking him to make a change. No, maybe... Mm, I love it, man. That's a classic. <laughs> man in the mirror. But really, we want you to do what you love and, and not work for the money. And because I, I, it's super cliche, right? But if you love what you do, right, you don't feel like you don't work a day in your life. And I feel like, Matt, you and I are both in this amazing position where we both really love what we do. And neither of us make crap tons of money, but we just really like going to work every day. We like the people that we work with. We like the projects that we work on. That's right. And that's, that's man, I feel like it's really fortunate. I feel like at least for me, you know, I, I had a lot of clarity for some reason. I don't know why early on about what I wanted to do. And, and, th and that's been great. I feel like some people don't have it until a little bit later and that's okay. But that peace out money can allow you that, that bridge, right? S to smooth the path as you're, trying to get onto the next thing that, you know what, now I've had this moment of clarity. Now I realize that I want to make this change. And that peace out money just makes it easier to look at that man in the mirror and make that change. <laughs> uh, yeah. And also too, I mean, you said to not work for the money, but like some folks might 
have a great paying job and they may not think, well, I I don't necessarily completely love what I do, but I like it a, a lot. And so I think to those people, I think there's a lot of people that might fall in that boat, right? And to those folks, I would say like, don't work just for the money. Like there's a lot of reasons why you might have that job, but just make sure that money isn't just the only reason. And like just saying that kind of sounds privileged <laughs> to say, oh, just do, you know, do what it is that you love. Follow the millennial dream. And I'll admit to that to a certain extent. However, anyone can have peace out money if they're not spending every single dollar that they are earning. All right, Matt, back to the beer. Yeast Atlanta Brewers, our buddies, donated an Oud Bruin that's been chilling in John's cellar for four years. And this is a really nice little homebrew. Yeah, man, I'm with you. It's, it's actually super cool, like you mentioned earlier, to have this right after we had something similar to this last week. And how would you compare it, like compare the two? Because I would say that this is crazy easy drinking. Uh, I don't know what the ABV on it because it's just written on a bottle with like a marker that's <laughs> <laughs> that says East Atlanta Brewers Oud Bruin, which by the way, like literally reads Old Brown Ale. So it's like a, it's a, like a Flanders Brown. So, you know, not unlike what we had last week, uh, except that this one is not aged in uh, barrels uh, and it's not aged on fruit. But it's still got the same flavors. It's it's got like almost a little bit of a like saison kind of funk to it, but still really delicious. Yeah, I agree. It's it's nice. The tartness level is just barely there, which is kind of nice. Makes it really sessionable. You feel like you could drink this this beer really quickly, but it's also really got a lot of flavor packed into it at the same time. Yeah. So I really enjoy this beer. Um, yeah, it's, it's really good. <laughs> it's kind of one of those styles that I feel like I often like the more abrasive beers, the beers that like pack this punch that slap you in the tongue. Uh, and this one... Well, those are like kind of prize beers where you're yeah. like, okay, I'm going to plan my whole evening around this one beer, right? Whereas right. this, I'm like, I could, dude, I could drink this with any of Kate's cooking and it would be mm, so good, you know? <laughs> completely, completely. I Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I, I love kind of how it's mellowed out in the bottle over a few years, hanging out in John Cellar. And I mean, I think this is just a really fantastic beer for especially being just dudes that get together and brew on their downtime. I mean, this is really, really tasty. They definitely have learned a lot about the brewing process because this is not a weak beer by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, man, it is strong. So John, thank you so much for donating this beer, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you for supporting the show. All right, Joel, let's do some final thoughts. Peace out, money. It is having enough money to leave situations where you could technically stay, but you're going to choose not to. And it's as much of an attitude as it is a financial position. And peace out money, it gives you just lots of different benefits and options, whether it be with work or in your personal life. So how much peace out money do you need? Well, you need to look at your goals, whether it's taking a road trip or starting a business. That specific goal is going to be the determining factor in how much peace out money you're actually going to need to meet those living expenses. That's right, man. And then the how-to. You want your peace out money to be accessible. You want it to be liquid. You don't want it to be tied up in uh, retirement accounts. Uh, You want it in cash. And ultimately, we want you to be brave. Take a risk, right? Like Life is not about taking the safe and simple path. Having some peace out money gives you that boldness to do something different or take your life in a radically different direction that you might have thought impossible without that money in the bank backing you up. All right, man. I think that's it. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. Our home on the web is howtomoney.com. We'll have our show notes up there for you with some helpful links. Yeah. And if you like what you hear and you found this podcast to be helpful, let us know by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. We love to hear from you and be sure to subscribe while you're there. 
Until next time, man. Best friends out. Best friends out. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.